Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, Nick. The Christmas season is upon us, on top of us, looming. Sorry, I don't know where I went just there. On this episode, Bob and I discuss the joys of the Christmas tree. How dainty are thy branches. I don't know the words to that song. Enjoy. And by the way, when Patty gets home, she's going to be surprised because... The tree was in a completely different place when she left today. Oh, where was it? Uh, it was on top in of the, the corner. <laughs> yeah, like I could have done that. It was outside it growing. Was, and I just chopped it down, dragged it in. It was in that <laughs> corner over there, the opposite corner that it's in right now. And I broke down the couch and made it into two pieces instead of three so yep. that it would fit better. And then realized I that. I saw the chainsaw. I was but, like, that is <laughs> hardcore. Do what you got to do. Yeah. The coffee table looked really stupid, though, because it was way too big for the little couch now. Yeah. And so it just didn't work. So I had to put it all back together and switch things around. Yeah. So I hope she likes it. It's a monster of a tree, though, isn't it? It's a humongous tree. It's a beast. It's a, I think it's like an eight and a half foot tree tall, but it's almost like an eight and a half foot wide as well. And when I was a kid, my dad used to call them fatties. Yeah. You go out to find a fatty, a big fat Christmas tree. And my mother would love to just slather this thing with our decorations. There was, there, it wasn't like one of those elegant, uh, you know, um, parade of the trees kind oh of yes thing, right? it matches and it's themed and all that no it was it, just all opposite. tinsel and, de- and so uh, much and, and so yeah. many mismatched ornaments yeah. but they were ornaments that transcended every christmas of our lives yep. and so you'd look at the little uh sugar speckled lollipops and you'd be like i remember we got the package of those there's only one now yeah but i remember that and that's the way our tree is now i don't know how you do it but we have our our ornaments or memories so when we decorate the tree and we'll do that uh, on friday after thanksgiving we travel through memory lane i mean just looking at all the things ones when our kids were born ones when we were first married ones that were gifts from friends ones that were re-gifts that they didn't know that we learned were re-gifts you know things like that it really all the stories that go with it are very cool nice I think I pitched it as a bad business idea, but you know how they say that all the math you learn in school is not that useful. Yeah. But I was trying to figure out the area under a tree that's set up traditionally like this one, that's just straight up and down, yeah. you know, vertical, as opposed to the one that's coming out of the wall. Like if you were to put it horizontally out of a wall, (laughs) because Santa bases the number of presents you get on the area underneath the tree. So you have the circle or the cone. Wait, is that true? That the more space you have under the tree, the more presents you get. I think that's common law. If I had known that, then I could have supported my fatty tree theory all this time. Yeah. If before they all thought it was vanity, it could have been booty. It could have been. It's always f- it's always vanity or booty with you. Oh my God, me and the Kardashians. Um, but yeah, so I was like, it's actually a little more area uh, if that's, you do the cone. That's hilarious. So, the concept of suspending it. We actually had to attach a Christmas tree to a wall with a, a piece of fishing line. We literally loop it over the top of the tree yeah. and then screw it into the baseboards because my cat just kept jumping up on the tree and taking it down. She would jump up in there. He would jump up in there and cute as hell. You would see the little face in the branches, but then couldn't just sit there, had to start shaking it and moving it until yeah. the thing was on the floor. So so we uh, we moored it so that it wouldn't happen that way. It's probably an atheist cat. Yeah, probably it's didn't appreciate that you were... Satanist cat, I think. I, don't I mean, know same one. difference well, as a cat. Hey, 
Wait, atheist and Satanist though. That's no, sorry. What I was saying is Satanist it's a and cat. cat. It's yeah. <laughs> it's an atheist cat would be a, a cat who does not believe in God but is still uh, uh, inhibited or not inhabited by a demon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've known a few of those. Yeah. I actually have a couple of those right now. Oh, they're bad. Truth be told, I love my cats, Frankie and Fiona, even if they have no souls. And I love my Christmas tree, which is full of soul. It was a holiday miracle that we got this exact tree, because it was the tree being carried into the tent by the tree dude when Patty and I arrived. I looked at it and said, that's our tree. And I was right. Our ornaments and lights look like they were made for this beast. And I smile when I greet it each morning. That does it for this episode of Your Daily Dose. Nick and I hope you are enjoying this season and all of its blessings. We'll catch you next time.